Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. They always say, a picture of art is worth a thousand words. But today we'll be having deeper words about pictures of art that our guest takes pride in. In his life of work that has landed him in many art galleries and museums across South Africa, and even landed him in France, this Kofi alumina has undying love for the arts and holds a fine arts degree from the University of the Free State. And through this, he has invested in his art that made him an award-winning artist and picture book illustrator, which he will tell us more about in a moment. He is currently represented by Art at Africa in Cape Town and Julie Mueller African Contemporary in Johannesburg, and also co-owns Co-op Gallery here in Bloemfontein. Let's take this moment and explore the arts with Mr. David on the podcast. David, how are you? I'm very well, thanks. It's wonderful to be here. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you for joining us. Can you just tell us more about yourself a little bit about who is David? Yeah, um, I am a visual artist, so I basically make art, um, mostly drawings. My main medium is ink, but I have in the last few years um, experimented with sculpture and animation and storytelling as well. I also write. So yeah, I'm basically a all around creative professional, um, but I focus on the visual aspect of it. Where would you say it all started? Like, what was the first picture you painted? How old were you? Um, about, I think, two years old is the first drawing that I made that was good enough to frame, according to my mother, though. Like, it was, um, I just watched the movie The Neverending Story. It's a classic fantasy film. And for some reason, I just became obsessed with it, especially there was this sequence where there were these creepy crab-like monsters. And almost for like two years after that, I just drew those weird creatures. So yeah, that's kind of where it started. So I've basically been drawing since I was very, very little, like <laughs> basically. And, and then what, what pushed you to then start your journey in the university and study arts? Like I say, throughout my life, I was drawing. And when I um, reached grade 12 and we kind of had to decide what are we going to do for our life, um, I just realized that the only thing I can really do well is draw. So um, it was never like a very like a aha moment, like I'm going to study art. It's like I kind of always knew that I would do something in that direction. So it very gradually um, kind of developed. And then, yeah, when I was 18, I just thought, okay, I've got nothing else to do. So I started studying art. So it's, it's something you, you always knew inside of you. Weren't you scared of the stigma it comes with that it's not a job job like a teacher, a doctor, <laughs> a pilot? Well, I was very lucky that um, my parents are like completely fine with it. Like they were always very supportive. So um, sometimes like acquaintances of my parents or my parents' friends or even my friends themselves were skeptical. But I think if your immediate family are supportive, then you kind of get that confidence. And yeah, and maybe I just like, um, I'm kind of lucky that I um, just trusted in the process of art 
Um, but yeah, so I think I can basically just say it's because I'm lucky enough to have parents that all always supported that oh, notion. Che- cheers to your parents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now tell me about your, your, your student journey coming into your professional journey. Yeah, um, that was um, a process of realizing what I want to do and not to do, basically. Um, the thing with um, studying fine art, I really enjoyed it and it was very valuable. But going into it, I thought it was going to be more about just making art. But what I realized is that there's a very large conceptual component to it. So it's almost more like art philosophy if you study it at a university level and i think that helped me a lot in developing my um, concepts and my thoughts around art but by the end of my fourth year i was kind of feeling a bit not frustrated but i just wanted to just make art without having to write a whole thesis behind it so um after i finished my fourth year i started my masters but um, I just started my master's because I was too scared to go into the real world. I think that like often happens with students. They kind of arrive at the end of their degree and then what now? It's quite scary. So that's why I started my master's, which I think was a mistake um, because after about six months, I um, stopped my master's. I dropped out because I just couldn't justify it for myself. Um, And then after I decided to stop, I just drew a picture without thinking about what my lecturers were going to think about it or how to get a distinction on this artwork. I just created the artwork for myself. And then I created a Facebook art page. This was in 2013. So it's about, no, it's 10 years ago now. It's a different world actually then. And I just started drawing and posting the pictures on my Facebook art page. And gradually I was building up a following and it just kind of snowballed. Um, I can go into more detail about my career after that, but that is kind of the transition, like realizing, okay, I've learned a lot now from my brilliant lecturers, but now it's time to actually just apply what I learned for for myself. Just just picking on on the leap of faith you took from studying masters and going to the real world. How, how was that? Can you describe that leap of faith? How were you in those moments? It was a very exciting time. It's actually the most exciting time of my career. Like I've never been able to recapture that sense of exploration and kind of fun almost. No, I just in, enjoyed it a lot. Like I say, like it's like studying fine arts is quite a rigorous course. A lot of writing, a lot of like um, talking about your work, and I just grew tired of it. So it was actually a, a big relief for me almost to just like start making art for myself. Um, yeah, so it was a positive experience. But I wouldn't have been able to make that leap if I did not study art. So I don't want to like sound like I'm, I'm disparaging the degree, not at all. But I think, yeah, like it's sometimes good to take that leap. So let, let's let's take the art out of it. If David did not do art, what else would David be doing? Maybe a <laughs> soccer player, maybe a pilot? No, I'm way too lazy to play soccer. Um, I would be a chef, I think. I love food and I do like working with my hands, but I like the idea because with art, is it's very cerebral. You have to like think about meaning. With food, you just make good food. So yeah, I would have definitely liked to be a chef. Favorite favorite dish? Favorite dish, I would say. That you can make. That I can make. Okay, that's a tricky one. Two-minute noodles. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, probably steak. I can fry a pretty good steak. Good steak. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, David, let's get back to real life now. What makes you good in your career? I think what makes me good is the fact that I'm extremely self-driven. Like, um, I, no one needs me to tell to do my work because when you work for yourself, like I do, um, you need that. Like, you need to be a bit obsessed almost about what you do. So, I think that's my um, strongest attribute. I'm a real workhorse and I basically always create. Okay, now this one is for the students studying arts or those who are looking into going into it. What is your thought process, your creative process rather? Yeah, my creative process um, is quite intuitive. I basically have sketchbooks, like I try to keep a sketchbook with me at all times or at least like near me. And if I get an idea, I would just roughly sketch it in so i don't think about why i'm drawing it or the deeper meaning it's very intuitive like i sometimes just get a um, visual image in my head that is powerful and then i get it down but that is very important because um, there's a kind of alchemy that happens when you take a thought and put it into the real world and it needs to be captured immediately you can't think okay later i will do the do this drawing like you need to capture it and then from the sketchbook i take it gradually into a more finished format so well um technically what i often do is i scan my sketchbooks in and then i print them like the pictures in the sketchbook large or to the format that i want to do the final work on and then i use a light box which is a tool basically where you can transfer something on top of a, another paper. It's basically like pressing your uh, paper against a window and like tracing the image behind it, but it's just kind of a fancy version of that. And then I start to like do the final version of it. So it's actually like drawing things and redrawing them and changing and editing. It's not about thinking about a final product at all. It's about starting rough, and then through a um, process of um, iteration, getting to a final product. Okay, now, before we, we get into co-op gallery and what you guys do there, for somebody who's trying to get into the arts or just trying to follow the same journey as you did, how is the best way for them to prepare themselves? Um, okay, yeah, to prepare themselves, I think there's two vital skills or attributes that you need to cultivate, maybe it's innate in a person to a degree, but I think that the, the like two is um, endurance and focus. Um, like creating art is a very physical thing. Like people sometimes think, no, you're in your studio and it's all just like um, very much in your head and very ethereal, but it's not like being a, especially a visual artist because you make physical artifacts. It's almost like being a blacksmith or something. It's a physical process. So you need to be able to take that pain to like sit for 10 hours a day and just create something. Um, so that's the one. And then that goes with it is focus. Like it, like you need to be able to shut off the world and really your focus on one thing, otherwise you'll get nothing done. So I think that is the very important to like develop in yourself. Okay, David, uh, tell us more about the co-op gallery. I heard it's here in Bloemfontein, right? 
Yes, yeah. Um, the co-op gallery is Yen Bloom, and it's basically a project space. Um, it's a cooperative space. That's why it's called the co-op, and it's owned by me and Wilhelmine and Esray, um, both artists, and uh, well, Esray is a framer. So we um, own the space together, and we basically try to do projects like one every two to three months where we have a theme and then we invite artists around this theme and exhibit them. Like for me, it's quite fun to have this almost like a side project where it's not just about my own art, um, where I can work with other people and create a bit of a community. So it's like, yeah, it's not my main thing. Uh, my main focus is still my own art and working with the galleries who represent me. But this is a nice way to give a bit back to the community as well of Bloemfontein. Yeah, you're going to have one this year. Well, our first exhibition is going to be the end of May. And after that, we haven't planned further, really. But yeah, we're probably going to have two to three events this year, I think. Yeah. Okay. End of May, where, where will it be situated? Um, well, the co-op gallery is in Preller Plain. Um, it's there in, um, or it's actually in Danpinar Mall next to Preller Plain. And yeah, it will be a um, event where we just invite, um, well, it's kind of a tribute to a lecturer here. Um, he was the head of the fine art department, Mr. Ben Botma, and we want to exhibit his work with his students or all the students through the year that he has influenced and like developed like he was also my lecturer so it's going to be quite a cool show i think um quite meaningful in a way so yeah that that's the next next project there so how, how would you say your work was received internationally because you've been to france yeah like i'm quite lucky that there's a, a good response like in south africa and internationally um in cape town the gallery re that represents me there is in the vna waterfront so about 70 to 80 percent of the people that go through there are tourists and what they like about my work is like it's almost a combination of european Grimm's fairy tale with a my South African context that I grew up in. And I think they enjoy that. Like that's why there's quite a market for my work in Europe, because they see something they recognize combined with something that's foreign to them. Can you can you share one secret about what you do that outsiders wouldn't never guess? <laughs> um one secret. I would say maybe it's my love of marketing, like very like um, straightforward self-promotion. It's something I try to like hide maybe because you don't want to seem like this guy that just self-promotes or this person that just self-promotes all the time. But that is extremely important. So I read a lot of marketing books, like business books, like as far away from the art world as you come. But I learn a lot from that and I just apply it to my career. So yeah, that's maybe something that people, if they look at my art, which is like very fairy tale and surreal and magical, I've got a quite a grasp of um, business basically, yeah, which is important. Towards the end of your journey, who do you want David to be remembered as? Um, Hmm, interesting question. I think as someone that 
consistently created good work and did not like um, think too much about how it was received or yeah, basically just someone that always created the best work he could. All right, David, complete the following. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Sweet or salty? Salty. Remote or on-site? Remote. Every morning I... Go for a walk. My favorite word is... Crepuscular. I like... Nature. Nature. Perfect. Now, thank you, David. <laughs> uh, is there anything that you're doing? Anything we should watch out for? Um, okay, the big projects of this year is basically I'm having my first um, exhibition in Belgium, which I'm quite excited about. Um, the date still needs to be announced for that. Um, and then I'm having a solo in Cape Town in, in uh, June. And like I said, we're having the co-op gallery show end of May. And then at the end of the year, from August to November, I will do my 100 days, 100 drawings challenge again which I did last year where I create 100 drawings in 100 days and that'll also cul like culminate into a pop-up exhibition in Cape Town. So yeah, that's about it. <laughs> and on social media, who, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook and Instagram, um, Art by David on Instagram, David Grissel Art on Facebook and I've got a website, David Grissel. All right, David, thank you for coming to us. Mm, thank you, it's been fun to be here. <laughs> that's it for now. Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success.